0: This is Artifications. I am Roland Ramos. Hello, everyone. I wanted to thank you for joining me on this little podcast journey called Artifications. We're going to dive into something new and pretty exciting. We've organized an art crawl in Sonoma County, specifically the town of Healdsburg, Our aim in this special episode is to introduce listeners to the history of Healdsburg, while also taking you on a little walking tour of this small yet culturally invigorating little town. Come stroll with us through history as we meet some of the artists, gallery owners, and collectives that make this popular little town really pop. Oh, as you're following along, you can experience the visual splendor of Healdsburg by visiting our website at artifications.us. The visual aid is new territory for us. But we are glad we get to share this experience with all of you. Now for your listening pleasure, the natural sounds of Plaza Park in Healdsburg. Yep. Laying on the grass right now. The park I'm in is actually known as The Plaza. It's a pretty nostalgic slice of Norman Rockwell Americano. A large gazebo graces one end, and a small fountain in the center of the park looks up longingly at the massive canopy of trees towering over the plaza. On Tuesday nights in the summer, you can meet your neighbors at one of Healdsburg's movie nights in the plaza, because anyone who's... but anyone comes out. In the afternoons, the lawn is filled with lunching parties laying in repose, splayed out on the grass. According to the Healdsburg Museum, the Native American tribes that were most abundant in the area were the Pomo people. The name Pomo could be attributed to the heavy red clay that is often found in Northern California. This red clay was used by those Northern California tribes in a variety of ways. And, to be clear, Pomo was an umbrella term used to classify hundreds of indigenous groups throughout the NoCal territory. They were excellent crafters and weavers. Examples of their craftsmanship can be found at the Healdsburg Museum, just a block away from the Healdsburg Plaza. In 1844, a grant was approved to a wealthy San Diegan sea captain named Henry Delano Fitch. In total, the Fitch track was almost 49,000 acres and encompassed the area containing Healdsburg and much of the Russian River Valley. This tract of land became known as Rancho Sotoyome, and the first ranch manager hired by Fitch was none other than Cyrus Alexander. After four years of service, Cyrus was rewarded with his own large swaths of land, known today as Alexander Valley. Today, both the Russian River Valley as well as Alexander Valley are two of the most prestigious wine-producing regions in the United States and recognized as such the world over. In 1849, gold fever struck California. Prospectors from across the country followed the California Trail and poured into the North Bay. There were only so many success stories, and many of the prospectors took to squatting in the vast California territories. A number of them settled on the Rancho. The plight of the squatters was significant, as they were routinely under threat to be dispossessed. According to the historical and descriptive sketch of Sonoma County, California, by Robert Allen Thompson, the land was owned by absentees who had bought up the original Spanish titles on speculation. A large number of persons came into the valley and settled upon those lands just as they would have done on any public land. The efforts made to dispossess them led to the so-called Squatter's War, of which Healdsburg was the seat. It lasted for about seven years, and at one time, more than a thousand men were arrayed on either side. In 1856, Harmon Heald would win a bid for 100 acres of Rancho Sotoyome property and would soon set up a store that would literally put his name on the map. His name was Harmon Heald. Harmon Heald had been running a small store in the vicinity. As this was the only store for many, many miles, word of Heald's store made its way around and it became a regular stop on the way to Mendocino. Soon, he added a post office and an ironworking shop. Next, Harmon Heald set out designing a park across the street from his store and set about selling his lots for $15 a piece. Construction ensued and that was the official start of Healdsburg. Harmon led a short and interesting life. Originally from Ohio, he came to California to find gold and instead founded a city. Harmon had been in poor health, so it was no surprise that he tumbled off his mortal coil at the tender age of 34 in December of 1858, a full year after Healdsburg's founding. In 1929, the 18th Amendment to the Constitution was ratified and one year later went into effect. Also known as the Volstead Act, the 18th Amendment outlawed the manufacturer, transportation, and sale of intoxicating liquors in all states. Northern California was blessed in that almost anything could grow in their fertile soils. The Sotoyome lands were diversified with such crops as hops, grapes, and plums. In fact, the latter were so prized, Healdsburg soon became known as the buckle of the prune belt and lived up to that very name for many years. Enter the
1: 70s. When I moved here over 40 years ago, it was just about boarded up. There were no restaurants. There were a few retail shops, but very, very few. Uh, lots of bars and churches. Please welcome Ms. Carla Howell. My name is Carla Howell, and I'm the executive director of the Hillsburg Chamber of Commerce and Visitors Center. We had
0: a lovely conversation on the economic and cultural development of the town. How did a farming community in northern Sonoma County come to be intrinsically associated with wine? She took some time to explain how the scene has changed in the last 40 years.
1: I think what Hillsburg is trying to do is continue referencing its agricultural roots. Um, Hillsburg has been a tourist town for the last 100, 125 years. They came across on the ferry, rode the train up here. Um, spent, you know, the summer on the Russian River. Wine industry has been the, sort of, the agricultural uh, backbone of Healdsburg since uh, the early 1970s. These, most of these are boutique wineries here in Healdsburg. Most of them don't have distribution beyond um, the immediate California, maybe into Nevada, maybe into Texas, but very small um, distribution.
0: Across the street from the Chamber of Commerce building is located the Paul Modder Gallery. You could actually see into the gallery from across the street, so it was a rational and reasonable place to start exploring the arts in Healdsburg. I made my way towards this tasteful gallery. I almost missed the glory of stepping into a hangar sized gallery space. Why? Because what had immediately caught my eye was a 12-foot wall of green and yellow dye-filled bags past a spectacle of that colorful welcome, I was floored to how tall the ceilings were and how illuminated the space was with natural light. I stopped by to speak with Paul and his partner about their gallery.
2: Uh, my name is Paul Motter and I am the owner director of the Paul Motter Gallery here at 222 Heelsberg Avenue in Heelsberg.
0: When one is walking through the gallery, It's important to realize that this is obviously not the normal kind of gallery one would find in Healdsburg, especially related to this particular gallery's size. Nonetheless, the combination of quality art and spaciousness make for an impressive start to a wonderfully elegant city. Well,
2: it's a a huge double Kwanzaa hut. Uh, It's the, as it turns out, this is the largest gallery north of L.A., and it has skylights, The entire building, so it gives the best light imaginable with 30-foot ceilings. Um, So it's it's just a dream space for showing art. I carry about, I represent about maybe up to 45 artists now. About half of them are international. I carry about three local artists, and the rest are around the country. Painting, sculpture, photography. uh, uh, Was in San Francisco. Uh, where I had a the gallery there for 13 years and then this space here in Heelsburg presented itself to me about
0: three years ago. Upon exploration of the gallery, I encourage everyone to make your way towards the back and listen for the sound of cascading water. Follow it and you will come upon the sculpture room with a very distinct wall.
2: I. Uh, put in a moss wall. It's the largest moss wall in the United States. And uh, it's, uh, it's a vertical piece of art that I have had there now for about a year. And I've been dreaming about a moss wall for a long time. This space, this place, is just a, a dream come true. So it's actually the best of most of the worlds that I've had so far to date.
0: As I departed the gallery, I turned north to walk down Healdsburg Avenue and was stopped immediately because something strange had caught my eye. Healdsburg's own hand fan museum was open. Since I had arrived a month ago, I had only seen it open once or twice at most, but I always made it a point to stop and admire the lovely samples they kept in the window and along their back wall. Located just next to the Chamber of Commerce, I ran across the street practically into traffic in order to catch a glimpse of the museum before they again shut their doors.
3: I am Liz Keeley. I am the museum director of the Hand Fan Museum of Healdsburg. We are the only hand fan museum in America, but we are one of four in the world. There's one in Paris, uh, one in Germany and Russia and France. We have a collection of over 4,000 fans. We rotate our exhibits every couple months, depending on the theme. And we're about 11 years old. We are in our second location in Healdsburg, much larger location. Our first was what we called a jewel box. And I'd have to say we've graduated to a a grandmaster bedroom sized place. So we're looking for our next big home because we just have too much beauty and it just needs more room to share. The Oldest in our collection is a, a British fan from 1600, and we have fans that all go all the way through the modern day.
0: No joke, these fans are pretty interesting. One of the ones that I saw that stopped my breath was one that was actually made from a taxidermied bird. You heard that right, fan lovers. There is a place in the world for you. On our way out of the small museum, I headed north on Healdsburg Avenue to the end of the block. There to greet pedestrians is the Plaza Park. I'm pointing this out because I'm encouraging you to take a stroll directly through the park right now and walk straight to the gazebo that's the far end of the park. On your way through the park, you will absolutely notice the wonderful canopy of trees above you. If it happens to be Wednesday through Sunday, you can stop by the Hillsburg Museum and see photos of the park yourself, where these enormous trees are only saplings. And it gives a very different perspective on this wonderful park. On your way, you will pass by the fountain in the middle of the park. This is the Sanborn Memorial Fountain. The namesake, Elmer Sanborn, funded the creation of this fountain as part of a renovation program for the park, which added all kinds of walkways, shrubs, and accoutrements. It was dedicated on May 15th, 1961, with over 600 people in attendance. The gazebo I hope you're standing under was built in 2007 through numerous donations from private citizens and local businesses alike. I love how wide it is. It's also a great place to see just how integral this plaza is to the residents of Healdsburg. From the rear of the gazebo, If you look across the street, you'll see the Levin & Company bookstore. Go ahead and cross over and check out those windows. One of their storefront windows is promoting an art gallery located in the back of the bookstore. Which gallery? Well,
4: the upstairs gallery, of course. Meet Tony Menino. I'm Tony Menino and this is the upstairs art gallery Um, and I'm one of the artists here. I'm a painter. And um, this is an artist-run gallery. There are about 15 of us uh, that run the gallery. We manage the gallery. You all have a role in the operations of the gallery. And we have about 15 consignment artists. And they uh, consist of jewelers and potters and glass artists and um, photographers. So we're a nice mix of art. And it's all local, All local meaning Sonoma County. So it's broadly local.
0: The gallery upstairs is located in the back of this charming bookstore. Up one light set of stairs and you'll find this expertly lit gallery, a staple of Healdsburg for a number of years.
4: Uh, the gallery has been here for, tw- it'll be 20 years this year. So it's the oldest existing art gallery in Hillsburg in this location. Prospective new members are juried in by the board, who are other artists that belong to the gallery.
0: Through our conversations, I found that Tony is a fellow New Yorker. Now, everyone has their reasons for falling in love with Sonoma County.
4: I asked him for his reasons for staying on the West Coast. I grew up, you know, in Manhattan, and I'd never seen a redwood tree till I moved out here. And so... I really connect with nature as an artist and a painter. It really spoke to me, and um, I say,
0: I completely understand. Now, on your way out, take a look at the fun pet art behind the cashier. The large dog portraits never fail to elicit a chuckle. Make a right out of the bookstore, a right at the corner, two storefronts up, and at 130 Plaza Street, you'll come upon the illustrious Healdsburg Center for the Arts. In the meantime, we're going to acknowledge those companies who keep our lights on. I love working with Web Tigress. I mean, I thought I knew it all. That is, until I had a conversation with her, and she broke it down into three main parts I won't ever forget. Website design, social media management, and most importantly, content. As a social media Luddite, it's the Tigress approach that helps us and many others communicate effectively with our social media public. I particularly enjoy the ease of communication while discussing such topics as developing your personal brand reach. You can get a great deal just for being a listener of this podcast by visiting webtigress.com slash artifications. WebTigress, your first and last stop for successful web strategies. If there's one place I've visited over and over and over again, it's this place the Healdsburg Center for the Arts. The high ceilings in this split-level gallery are so welcoming. It's a hub of activity, equal parts creativity, connectivity, and especially personality. Everyone I'd met there had such warm dispositions. I felt immediately welcomed. Enter Cynthia, my liaison for the Healdsburg Center for the Arts.
5: I'm Cynthia Helen Beecher. I'm the admin at Healdsburg Center for the Arts, which is a nonprofit. Uh, art center for art education, community projects and we support local artists by providing wall space and exhibit space so at the moment we have a juried show in here, it's called printmaking that went out to a national jury um, pool and that's why it's such an exciting show, it's just people from all over but mostly around the edges of the walls are people who have paid wall space, and they also work at the desk part of the month to keep us open. The entire place is open uh, by volunteers. So Hillsburg Center for the Arts has been called other things in the ba- in the past. Um, it's been in this location at 130 Plaza Street since early this century. That seems like a long time when you say it that way, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, We have been Hillsburg Center for the Arts since 2010. We're a nonprofit for art education and supporting artists by providing wall space and opportunities for exhibits. We reach out through the schools. We have young artists uh, in February. They have K through sixth grade. All the art that they can hang in here for a month, and we encourage people who are newly retired or finding themselves with new time on their hands to just jump in and experience some of the adult classes
0: cooperatives private galleries private artist-run galleries artist represented galleries well every place is different personally i felt a kind of synergy a kind of fresh air quality to the space I asked Cynthia if she could talk to the je ne sais quoi that hovers like a halo around the Fieldsburg Center for
6: the Arts.
5: They can can all talk about each other's art. So they they understand the processes. They are supportive of each other and, you know, promoting the gallery for building community. Uh, We encourage people to come up with ideas and run the show, run the exhibit. And we are always looking for guest curators. We're always looking for artists with a good idea for even a pop-up show. When we come across artists, we try to figure out like we were just doing when you came in, trying to figure out how we can get that artist to fit in, encouraging them.
0: Exiting the Healdsburg Center for the Arts, I crossed the street to walk alongside the lightly faded mural depicting Healdsburg's illustrious agricultural past a left towards the busy corner, and crossing the street, I walked 10 yards and stopped under a large hook suspended under an awning. This is the Healdsburg Arena Gallery. 16 foot high ceilings tower over the cavernous converted industrial space, chock full of superlatives. Everything about this gallery is meant to impress, from the art on the walls to the sculpture, including the collections of oversized books. There is a back area, just in case you can't see it from the door, here to guide us through this collection of awesome is
7: my name is rena charles and i am an art consultant and gallery lead here at our healdsburg gallery um, we are arena galleries and gardens there's total five locations so this location two in yauntville one in downtown napa and one in saint helena two of our venues are also tasting salons all of them are each unique. They have their different um, energy and vibes and looks to them. We also curate a number of spaces, so Auberge du Soleil. Um, we curate the sculpture gardens there. Also MacArthur Place and Salage, and as of most recently, Harveston in St. Helena. Um, locally here in Healdsburg, we have sculpture and paintings at Single Thread and then also um, the private club of Maya Kamas, um, the golf club, we curate their clubhouse. So, um, Arena has been here in Healdsburg three years in April. And we have a pretty unique aesthetic. Um, We do have local artists, um, lots of California artists. It's just a wonderful mecca of um, creativity here, but also artists from all over the world. In addition to all of that, um, we do have um, antiques, unique antiques and design items. And those are all hand sourced by our owner, Michael Polinski.
0: There are a number of galleries in Healdsburg arena is just one of the must-sees before heading out of town before i stepped out i asked rena what makes hilberg so alluring to patrons
7: are so many galleries there are so many artists um you know people can come here and they can enjoy um, walking through the galleries Um, they can wine taste they can eat really great food they can shop um, enjoy the plaza you know listen to jazz
0: rena is so right there is much to do here in town, and the reasons harken back to Healdsburg's roots as an ag town. In order to make sense of Healdsburg's agricultural revitalization spurring from the 1970s, I reached out to a Sonoma County staple that actually has their own colorful podcast. Welcome Beth from Wine Road.
6: Sure, I'm Beth Costa, and I'm the executive director of The Wine Road. The Wine Road is actually a winery association. We have about 200 wineries that we represent and about 50 lodgings.
0: History is a strong component to Healdsburg. Everywhere you look around town, you'll see vestiges from older times, like signs from businesses that are now long gone. Even when the great earthquakes rocked California, Healdsburg took great pains to preserve the original feel of the city. The legacy of Healdsburg's wine culture spans four decades and has some deep intertwined roots along with the wine road.
6: You talk to the people who were around 40 years ago who are our members. 40 years ago, I mean, they were making wine and they were starting to get a little bit of um, notoriety for the wine that, that was being made in Sonoma County, but really there were no tourists. And so, you know, winemakers talk about, you know, the doors were open and maybe two people would come in and that would be it for the day. So it, it's not like it was just a, a given or easy. It, was, it take a, took a long time to get people to know that great wines are being made in Sonoma County. You know, the location really is perfect. It really is sort of the center of Alexander Valley that all sort of intersect here in Healdsburg. And those are growing regions that people all over the country who are buying wine are familiar with those growing regions.
0: True. And the notoriety that comes with being the preeminent growing region of wines, for the United States, carries with it a heavy crown, exclusivity. The rise of Healdsburg had led to very specific issues. For example, the residents that have laid down roots for many years are finding themselves living in a very different city to the one that they moved into. Just in 2015, the Healdsburg Tribune listed Healdsburg as having the highest population of homeless in all of Northern Sonoma County. And for those of you looking to move to Healdsburg, affordable housing is in relatively short supply. Nowhere else is this shifting economic change more evident than in Healdsburg's own hotel culture.
6: It's a small; it is a small community, so you don't want every other house on your street to be Airbnb. You want that to be people who are there all the time and who are part of the community. So, yeah, I think that the hotels are very important. <laughs> I mean, my daughter lives in big cities, and so, you know, that is an Airbnb thing. In a small community, I mean, really, it is, you don't want your neighborhood to be uh, people coming and going every other weekend.
0: This is both a boon and a bust for the town, both making life a little more chaotic for locals on the weekends, while also infusing Healdsburg with much-needed tourist dollars. And what is the allure? I kept saying it was wine, but Beth put it much more eloquently. Wine is only an aspect of this multidimensional town.
6: Yeah, and I think, you know, the wine culture really is, a, it's agriculture. It's a food and wine culture. And so one thing about Hillsburg, there's amazing restaurants, and that is a connection to the wineries. Um, some of the wineries that are out in Dry Creek have garden plots where they're growing things specifically for restaurants in town so i mean it's very collaborative and cooperative in that way so i mean it's wine is super important but it also goes with food and it is it all goes back to agriculture i mean that's what the zoning is if they're not growing grapes they're going to be growing something else it's agriculturally zoned
0: thank you to beth from wine road and to every gallery who participated thus far We are only halfway through our historical walking tour of Healdsburg. Stay tuned for the second part of this episode where we explore the art scene of Healdsburg, California, on foot. We here at Artifications depend on individual contributors such as yourself in order to stay active. Please visit us at patreon.com slash artifications to get access to every single one of our interviews from Season 1. And remember, every little bit helps. If you would like us to cover your city... Or you just want to hear from us, drop us a line at connect at artifications.us.